all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, long-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Good morning, sales pros, and welcome to episode 63 of the Sales is Simple podcast entitled Become a Master Storyteller. I'm your host, Tamon Jamison, and today we are going to discuss the importance of telling stories in sales and why you want to become a master storyteller. Now, before we get started, if you have not subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on, Go ahead and click that subscribe button. Make sure that you get every single episode, every single week when it comes out to give you some actionable items on what you can do today to go out and make a sale and or make more money on the sale that you are already trying to close. Also, if you have not gone over and checked out the Sales Pro Academy, make sure you go ahead and do that for all of you who sell anything that has a motor in it. If you sell cars, trucks, boats, motorcycles, RVs, tractors, planes, whatever, if it has a motor in it, the Sales Pro Academy is for you. If you do not sell anything that has a motor, there are plenty of good pieces of information in the Sales Pro Academy that you can use. Just understand that the Sales Pro Academy is specific to those of you who sell things with a motor. You can go over to salespro.academy or to my website, opportunitydevelopmentllc.com. Click on the Sales Pro Academy tab and register for the course. So getting right into it this morning, let me share a story with you. Now, you're probably waiting for me to actually start the story. And that's exactly what I wanted to do this morning was to show you how mentally you get prepared to hear the story. I mean, think about if you can visualize kids in kindergarten sitting around their teacher, Indian style, waiting for them or waiting for the teacher to read the story to them or a kid at night waiting for their parent to read their bedtime story. They mentally prepare to hear that story. Most of the things that they are thinking about Get pushed to the side in preparation for them to receive the story which you are about to tell them. Now, your clients are the same way. As you're telling them stories, they mentally see themselves in that story and they take everything else that they are thinking about, everything that they are prepared to ask you, every objection that they are preparing to talk to you about. They mentally put that aside to make sure that they can focus on the story that you're telling them to see, first of all, if it's going to be a good story, and then they want to see how that story is going to resonate with them. The purpose of telling the story is to be able to have the client see themselves in that story. They need to see a situation that they can see themselves in. They may can see a problem that they can see through the story that their particular problem is going to get solved. They need to see themselves in that story enough to say, you know what? This is talking about me, even though it's about another client, even though it's about somebody who I don't even know. It may not even be a real story, and we'll get to that in a second, but I can see myself in that story. As you are preparing and going through the sales a simple approach, when you're setting yourself apart, and specifically when you're asking the right questions, the transition between asking the right questions and landing them on the perfect offering is telling them a story that says, look, 
I've asked questions. I know who you are. I know what's important to you. I know what you're trying to accomplish. And because of that, I have an offering that's going to be perfect for you. And let me share with you how perfect that offering is going to be by telling you a story. I'm going to tell you a story about a past client who was thinking about the same things you were thinking about, who maybe had some of the same reservations you had, maybe had some of the same challenges that you're having. And this story is going to tell you and show you how they were able to get out of that situation or better their situation as a result of buying my offering, working with me and allowing me to solve the problem for them. Now, storytelling is a very specific tactic that sales professionals utilize on a regular basis because it is one way that you can take the sales pitch out of the approach and out of your interaction with the client. You're really talking to them like a friend. You're talking to them like a human being. You're talking to them like a teacher. You're talking to them from the expert point of view, explaining to them that, look, what you're going through right now, what you're experiencing it, you're not alone. You're not the first person who is having this challenge or going through this thought process, nor will you be the last person to ever have this challenge or go through this thought process. As a matter of fact, let me share with you a story about a previous client of mine who was thinking the same way, who had the same kind of reservations you had. And as a result of me working with them, they were able to put themselves in a whole different situation that is now better for them. So let me share that story with you. Now, when you are sharing that story, when you're setting up that story, there are a few ways that you can set it up. You can simply say, let me share a story with you. Let me tell you about a previous client who had some of the same reservations. You can really be straightforward and telling them exactly what's going to happen. And it all depends on the rapport with, that you've built with them. If they are a little more reserved and they're not one that's, you know, kind of seem to be receptive to having a story being told to them, then you may just say something like, let me share some information with you. And that is real good to the, for the technical people. That's real good for the analytical people, the ones who really have to have one plus one equal two. And so they're not really receptive to hearing a story. But when you say, let me share some information with you, then psychologically, they start to think about the fact that maybe you're going to share some numbers with me. Maybe you're going to give me some analytics that I can help to use to make my decision. And maybe you tie those into the story that you have, but you're still going to tell a story and make sure that they can see themselves in that story. The key is to make that story personal to them and it has to resonate with them so they feel like, you know what, at the end of the story, now I understand what my challenges are, I understand how you can fix my challenges, and I feel comfortable moving forward. Now, earlier in the episode, I talked about that I was going to get to the fact of telling a story that may or may not be true. There is a difference between flat out lying and telling a customer a scenario that may happen. Okay, I want to be clear with that. If you are telling a customer, a bold-faced lie, and you're telling a story that has never happened, that is never going to happen, and by no stretch of the imagination will it ever happen, then that is where sales amateurism comes in. And that's when people start to feel like you're that sleazy salesperson, that you are only out for your best interest, and you're really just trying to make the sale. But if you take a scenario that is likely to happen or has happened, and what I mean is 
is it may not have happened to you specifically. Maybe you are sharing a story that has happened to one of your colleagues. Maybe you're sharing a story that one of your managers has shared with you based on their experience that something has happened to them in the past, something that happened to another one of your colleagues just yesterday or last week or last year. But the point is, it is a real story with a real person and a real scenario that the customer can say, okay, I see that this is something that can actually happen. I understand that it has happened and I'm ready to move forward because I feel a little better now understanding that because this person has gone through it as well, I'm not the only one who's going through it. And what I'm looking for right now is a solution. Keep in mind, guys, that the customers are looking for solutions. You are there to provide solutions. When you sell your offering, you provide them with that product they've looking for, you provide them with that service that they've been desiring, then you are solving a problem that they have. Whether it is a time problem, where it's a money problem, where it is a mental problem, something that's draining their psyche and they are constantly worrying and thinking about a specific situation, you are solving their problem. And as a problem solver, you need to be very clear on how your story relates to solving that problem. Make sure that you pull all the cues out of the ask the right questions phase. Use their kids' names if possible. If it is a story about how, you know, it relates to their spouse, relates to their kids, relates to their parents, then use a story from someone else who also had a relationship with their kids, with their parents, and with their spouse. They really need to be able to see that the person who is being reflected in the story is very similar, if not identical, to themselves. And once they see that connection and they start to feel that connection between themselves and the person that you're telling the story about, then they really start to relax and they also understand that you understand them. They know that you've been listening to them. They know that you are able to transfer the information that they've given you into the product or the service that's going to help solve that problem. So be very, very specific with making sure that your story and their situation line up enough that they say, I've got to do business with you because you get me. When you're going through this entire process, you're trying to get the customer to get you, all right? You need to get them. You need to understand who they are. You need to understand what their problems are. You need to understand what the solution is. And then you as the expert need to be able to translate that information to them so they understand that this really is a perfect offering. That's what makes the offering perfect. The offering becomes perfect when you can tell the story that makes it appear that that offering was specifically designed for them. Okay, give you an example, and I'm going to go back to my car days, all right? If you are selling a car, any car you sell can be sold as a performance car. It can be sold as a safe car. It can be sold as three or four different other cars, okay? It's just a matter of how you tell the story, all right? If you are selling somebody a Camaro, for instance, Naturally, they're going to see it as a performance vehicle, but if you don't talk about the performance and all you talk about is the crash test ratings, you talk about the safety belts, you talk about the rollover ratings, then you're selling that car as a safe car. Likewise, if you're selling a minivan and you just so happen to talk about the horsepower, you talk about the torque, you talk about the towing capacity, you're talking about everything other than the safety ratings, so you're selling it to that customer 
in the perfect way that they need it to be sold. That's what makes the offering perfect. You're taking the ask the right questions and you're getting the answers to those questions and you're moving those answers into a story that makes them feel like, you know what, this product or this service was tailor made for me. I feel like everything that was designed in this service or in this product had me in mind when it was created. And once a customer feels like that, when you move on to that next phase, which is explaining your value proposition, there's not going to be a lot of time involved in that phase. They're going to already want it. They're going to appreciate the fact that it costs what it costs because they're not going to see the cost as an outlay of cash or payment or check or charge that they have to make. It's going to be an investment because once they give you or your company that money, they're going to get back in return that perfect solution to the problem that they've been having up until the point where they started to meet you. You started to find out who they are, dissect the challenge that they had, and then provide them with the solution that's going to be perfect for their situation. So how do you become a master storyteller? Well, it's just like anything else in sales. You have to practice, all right? You have to practice your stories you have to refine your stories. You have to think about the stories. You have to internalize any stories that you have from previous clients or from your colleagues or from your managers or whatever other source that you can utilize. Take the information that you're getting in those stories, internalize them, and make it such that you are telling a story. Storytelling is one area in sales where scripts are not going to help you. You can't write a script and be proficient at telling the story based on a script that somebody writes for you, okay? Now, you can have an outline of what you want the prospective client to get out of the story. You can talk about the main characters and how they're going to relate to the prospect. You can talk about the challenges that the person in the story who is reflective of the customer has had. And then you can talk about the solution that you were able to provide and how that client was able to be better off as a result of dealing with you. You can also have a testimonial from the actual client if they will allow that, which will validate the story that you just told a customer. So once you tell the customer the story, you can point them to a video testimonial or written testimonial that says exactly what you just shared with them in that story. So this week, I really want you to practice telling your stories. I want you to think about the stories you're gonna tell, Think about what you're trying to accomplish when you tell those stories and start to perfect the craft of telling your stories. Become a master storyteller because as a professional, customers will see that you are actually a human being, that you deal with human beings, and that you have their best interest at heart. So make sure that you spend this week and beyond learning how to become a master storyteller. If you're having some challenges creating those stories and crafting those stories in a way that's going to be effective, that's going to be fluid, that's going to be natural to talk to your clients about, feel free to reach out to me. You can click the link in any of the notes on whatever platform you're listening to. It can take me over, take you over to my website and schedule a consultation. We can sit down and have a phone conversation or we can talk about what it is you sell and how we can craft that story so that your clients understand that you have their best interest at heart and that you know what the perfect offering is. Guys, that's today's episode, Becoming a Master Storyteller. Look forward to hearing some of your stories in the future about how this episode and other episodes were able to help you become a sales professional. I'll bring some more great content for you next week, but until then, 
I want you to always remember that the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want.